Blog Talk Radio. Not acting right today. Okay. We can hear you fine. I don't know if something. You can't. Whatever you, you can't see or anything. We hear you. You're coming. Your audio is good. Kettle's not oh, in the studio okay. tonight. She's the. Uh, she's out on location. What are you? You still on that uh, bull semen tour? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, leave me alone. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, hot topic. All right. We're gonna get serious now. Hot topic tonight: an unarmed black man was killed in Georgia. Also, New York City police, um, he was stripped of his badge and gun. Hmm, interesting. And U.S. Um, heat workers are quitting. Wow. quitted headlines. Uh, Frontier Airlines will drop open seat fees. Also, NFL faces major financial hardships because of no fans. And a man wore a KKK white hood in a grocery store. All right. We got a new addition tonight, uh, my Kettle's Corner. I got something to talk about. Cocktail of the week is the Maple Bourbon Smash. Also, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. We're going to lighten it up. Speedy Gonzalez arrested in Georgia. Everything going on in Georgia. What's going on with that? Um, A pint-sized driver surprises a trooper. And a Louisiana police search for aggressive chicken. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, uh, my Hollywood wrap up with me, Kettle, um, the kiss it list, and the last word. 
sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. On Swad, darling. All right, ready to kick off our uh, hot topics. Uh, yeah, we're uh, going to fire them up. You got that first story, uh, Red Wine? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and hit it. Go ahead. Here we, we go. We got again. the mother of an unarmed black man killed in Georgia speaking out. Now, you probably all saw the cell phone video, right, showing the moment. The 25-year-old Ahmaud Arbery was shot and killed in southern Georgia. Of course, that prompted not just local but national outrage since it surfaced online this week. But his mother says that she cannot bring herself to even watch it. Now, in this 28-second video, Ahmaud Arbery, who is a brother, can be seen jogging around the neighborhood, which is his neighborhood that he was jogging in, just outside the port city of Brunswick on a sunny afternoon in late February, and the footage ends with two loud gunshots. Now, Gregory McMichael, who's 64, and his adult son, Travis, who are both white, told police that they grabbed their guns and hopped in a truck to pursue Arbery after seeing him running through their neighborhood because they believed he was responsible for several several recent burglaries. Now, the father, the 64-year-old man, claimed that his son got out of the truck holding a shotgun and was attacked by Arbery, Mr. Arbery, according to the police report. The two men tussled over the firearm before Arbery was shot, as seen in the cell phone video, which was allegedly taken by a bystander. Now, Arbery, who lived in Brunswick, it's just one town over from where the two McMichaels, the white guys, where they live. Uh, the brother was pronounced dead at the scene by the uh, the coroner, and there were no weapons or anything found on him because he was just out jogging. So the brother wasn't strapped or anything like that. Now, the two white men were arrested on Thursday, uh, which was yesterday evening, and they told the police that they, like I said, believed that he was a suspect and a series of break-ins that had been happening in the neighborhood. But here's the kicker. No such string of crimes was ever reported to the police in the weeks preceding this shooting, according to a police lieutenant uh, that he told CNN. So where all these burglaries were happening and who told the police, I don't know. But the police said they didn't know anything about that. Now, these two men who shot him... Uh, the McMichaels, they're now facing charges of murder and aggravated assault in Arbery's death, according to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And, um, you know, when you saw it on the video, how how the, the shooting went down, 
And, of course, people calling for justice. So the way all of this went down, they, um, the two men, the two, the two white guys, they rolled up on this brother, at least from what I saw in the video. Somebody said something to him. It looked like the son then jumped down off the truck and had a shotgun in his hand. So, of course, Arbery tried to move the shotgun or pull it or get it away from him, whatever the case, and now the brother's dead. So at first, now this, keep in mind this happened in February. So these two men have been walking around free uh, prior to yesterday evening. So I don't understand why it took public outrage before these two men finally got arrested. But it wasn't until the video got released online and people started demanding justice, protesting, and all of that, which was only over the last few days before all of a sudden now they can finally go and arrest these two guys. So it just shows me that, once again, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Because otherwise I feel like if that video had never surfaced, these two uh, McMichaels men would still be, you know, riding around in their truck, potentially going after somebody else. I mean, I don't know. Like they shot a nice deer. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so who, that's who are they calling? Who, who, who did they call? They didn't who call anybody. Complain about. Are you sure? <clears throat> Wait a minute. When you say who did they call, who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, who did they you... call? The, the father and the son. Did they call someone or did someone else call? It doesn't say call that they called anybody. Call as far as the police you're saying away. Right, right. I thought somebody called the police or called um, saying that, this black guy, whatever, he's out here, and I think he's a suspect, so to speak, or whatever. No, you know, they they were acting like part? it was hunting season. It was acting like it was hunting oh. season on his ass, and they went at them first. It was the same situation with Trayvon Martin and everything else. Every time, every time, you know, white folks feel that they are are chasing a so-called suspect, everything is in their mind and what they want to feel on what they're chasing and why they're pursuing the person based on how they feel. And if you look at them two Bamas on, on TV, they both are sitting in their orange suits in, in, in the little detention center now. They both got beards growing out of their ass like they're two bears sitting up there with no type of whatever. And then what gets me is when they say they both grab their guns, plural, okay? You both going to grab mm-hmm. your guns, and this man ain't got – this man is jogging – and y'all grabbing y'all guns, and you go after him. He's running in one direction, and you're following him. And to me, it's like, I mean, come on, really? Every Whatever you see on your mind or feel in your mind is not how things are. But you know what got me is to see his mother. She was incredibly calm, and I, I, I respect that so much. You know, she was such a, mm-hmm. a pleasant-looking lady right. that uh, when he showed on the news, her disposition was so lovely where, where she was just being so, you know, because she understands the fact that the odds are against you going in, you know. Mm-hmm. So in order right. to freak out and everything and pop a vein in your forehead or pop a vein in your neck, it's really not going to make it better. You have to really use your head because once you keep your mind in perspective, your common sense will come out a lot more clear as opposed to you losing your mind and yelling like a maniac and everything like that. That. That, that common sense goes out the window, but I appreciate her disposition and getting lawyers and taking it slow and everything. But them guys are mm-hmm. sitting there with them little orange jumpsuits on, looking like two straight bammers, you know, like and they yeah. living in a little, 
you know, it was just, you know, it's classic. But but you never know because another uh, another situation on the story is the fact this man used to work in the prosecutor's office. So they went through three district attorneys because they had to get out because of a conflict of interest. Because they were saying, well, they were perfectly, they were perfectly legit in shooting the guy because he blah blah blah. So they had to get rid of these people before they can get a prosecutor that was going to go after them. So when you got to go through three prosecutors to get to somebody that's going to be impartial, that that's a very racist environment, you know, to show that your people at City Hall is already defending you. It's going to show you they their biggest bigger Bama is the guy that did it. So it's it's vicious. I mean, I can never step my big toe on the other side of D.C. I would never go to the South. That just ain't me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too black and too proud, and I would never live on the other side of D.C. I'm just, it just ain't my thing. I'm a northern guy. Call me a Yankee if you want to. I ain't taking my ass down south. That it just ain't me. I know that's anyway, right. but, uh, but, uh, yeah, well, I did hear, I, I do recall after you said that, I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. I did hear mm-hmm. another report. Mm-hmm saying that these two guys claim that they called somebody. I don't know if mm-hmm. it was the police or who they claim they called, saying that they saw somebody, and, and and I don't recall what they said that they saw, but I do remember hearing that on one of the news reports. I just don't know. I right. can't really repeat it because I don't really know what they said, but I do remember hearing something about that. But, but your mindset, right. when you see a black man running, you think he got a fur coat underneath his jacket, or what? What do you think he's possessing? Yeah, if you're out jogging, where, then you're where, probably wearing something that's jogging attire. You know. So, I mean, if you're jogging, you're not sprinting. Yeah, and they you're sure jogging wouldn't. casually. So, it, it surely you couldn't look like you were running from the scene of anything. And they sure wouldn't have grabbed their guns to follow a white woman with big titties that was jogging. How about that? Anyway. I'm just gonna keep it. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just, you know I me. Mean? I'm just speaking on the whole gender aspect, the color aspect. You know, this was strictly racial. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have went after a white guy. You wouldn't have went after a female, white female. Don't get it twisted because you know when it comes to black, I don't think a gender is even involved when it comes to a racial on that level. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. but if you got any, any uh, comments or. Um, Anything you want to say, give us a call. If you're on the line, just press 1. You'll be put in the queue. Uh, what's that number again? 914-803-4306. 4306. Boy, Red Wine got it by heart. I guess I need to learn that. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to um, speak on this um, uh, this hot topic um, when my kettle's corner come up. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. You guys, but hold on to your seat. See that. All right. All right. Okay. Let's see. I think you're up next, Papa Didi. What you got? Uh, I got here. New York City police officer stripped of his gun and badge after video of an uh, arrest uh, prompted an investigation. All right. This has happened in New York City. Like, like we said, uh, New York City police officer was placed on modified duty at the video surface of a uh, weekend arrest. His name was uh, Officer Francis. X Garcia was stripped of his gun and badge, and the investigation had been launched by the Internal Affairs Bureau regarding the uh, arrest in a Lower Manhattan in Lower Manhattan this weekend. Video of the incident obtained by CNN shows a scuffle between a person and the officer 
before that person is put in handcuffs while he's on the ground. And one officer tells people around him to move back while holding a stun gun in his hand. Okay, the video then shows the person approaching the officer before the officer pulled him to the pulled him to the ground, punched him and slapped him around, and then two other officers assisted him in the video as they stunned him and, and just uh the man was just shaking with all the electricity that two officers were putting in him with the stun gun. So it was just it was just a black man of course. Anyway, so like I won't say of course, but you know, this this is getting it right. this is getting really I don't know. I guess they just feel like black men just need to be slaughtered. You know, it's just unbelievable how how your mindset based on your aggression is based on the color of the assailant that you're apprehending. Damn. Anyway, so, but the, um, so one person tried to intervene and was arrested before the third, then a third person tried who also was arrested. So it seemed like the public was trying to help out this situation and nobody would let them get in because they saw this was strictly, the person was already in handcuffs and was still being shot by a stun gun. So I'm sure you'll see this on the news here coming up shortly. So right now they put the man on desk duty. The two police involved on desk duty, Internal Affairs is investigating it. And um, you probably didn't hear about it because the networks don't probably want to put two black stories on at the same time. But you heard it first here on the Pajama Party. So uh, Mm. we're going to tell you about stuff you ain't hearing about on the network. So anyway, another story. Tell you to your wall. Story number two, okay? Black people getting stunned while already in handcuffs. And uh, we're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know this yeah. stuff keeps happening. You know it's just like the same story rehashed, mm-hmm. different characters. Mm-hmm. You know I, I just don't understand why this continues to happen. But okay, let's go to the lines. We have a caller out of D.C. Caller, you are live on the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comments. Yes, how y'all doing? Hey, we're doing great. Okay. Welcome to the Pajama Party. I'll I'll listen to y'all topics. You know how they say it comes in threes? Yes. Okay. Wednesday in Indianapolis, a young black man was shot and killed by police. Mm -hmm. Wow. Didn't hear about that one. He had done a live Facebook showing. The incident. Sixteen thousand people looked at it. He, he was in the car driving. He was in the car driving, and the police were chasing him, high speed chase. And they say he's. I seen part of you know they were showing clips of it, and they were showing that he pulled the gun out, and then when the police got to him and he stopped the car. And he got out, and he would. They would. You could hear the police in the in the background telling him, "Stop, stop!" And he turned around, and told them, "Fuck you!" Wow. Then you hear, then you hear gunshots. Then he's falling to the ground. The phone is in his hand. Mm. And then you see, then you hear the police over top of him saying, "Oh, another one dead." I guess they could have a closed casket for him, right, homie? Wow! Wow! Twenty wow. one yes. years old, but it's never said about why was they chasing him. <clears throat> never said. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, it seems like the reasons don't matter anymore. They just do what they do. 
No. People have really lost their mind here lately. Yeah. I won't say lately. It's, it's been going on, and we just don't know about it until these things come out, Facebook and different avenues that they come out. It's, it's been going on for a long time, I'm quite sure. There's nothing new. I guess some way they'll find out what was going on, what was the reason for this. Right. It's, it's interesting that you um, that we're talking about this because most of the time the whites are carrying guns, but now it's like almost we have to start carrying guns. I mean, you know, fearful of our lives. Crazy. Yeah, we have to definitely emulate them, do what they do. Yeah, maybe, look, maybe, maybe they'll leave us alone then, Papa, right? Like the Wild Wild yeah. West. We might have to start doing exactly. that. You know, it's sad, but it's, um, we're going to do something. Yeah, we're but start then fighting as soon as you somehow. pull out yours, but as soon as you pull out your gun, then they start hollering, he's got a gun, and then they unload every clip they got. <laughs> yeah. Sure, but, you know, yeah, I don't I see how we went. You have to have a faster trigger. It's almost like the Wild Wild West. You know, you... you mm. <laughs> Just will have to do something because this is uncalled for. It's, it's ridiculous. But I, I would yeah. love to know why they were following him, though. But um, wow, mm. a lot. All, All right. right. Like I said, thank you for letting us know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, caller. We appreciate right. that input. All yeah. right. Appreciate. <clears throat> All right. Oh, uh, right. Cattle. We're gonna go back to you. Well, yeah. What you got for you? They got me steaming right now, but okay, I'm I'm gonna calm down, calm down, calm it down, get you some right. ice. Calm right. down. <clears throat> yeah, need me a stiff one right now. <laughs> All right, you can get the it on US the next meat break. Workers, okay, the U.S. meat workers are quitting as virus-ridden plants reopen. America's meat processing plants are starting to reopen, but not all workers are showing up. I've heard that before. Some still fear mm-hmm. they um, get sick after the coronavirus outbreak shut more than a dozen facilities last month. Employees are taking leave, paid and unpaid, or just quitting. Wow. Um, at the uh, <clears throat> at the JBS US in uh, Greeley, Colorado, absenteeism is running as high as thirty percent. Before the pandemic, wow. it was about thirteen percent. The company is um, paying about 10% of the workforce, people deemed vulnerable, to stay home. Others aren't coming in because they are sick. Um, goes on to say meat plants have been at the nexus of coronavirus hotspots across America. That's true. Um, I've heard about the meat plants and the chicken places. Um, this is crazy. The disease spread through plants in March and April as companies struggled to adapt their workplace to new rules dictated by this pandemic. So um, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, it's almost like the plant might have to close. Um, But I did hear recently about um, some chickens um, upstate, New Jersey, that they had to um, kill about 2 million chickens because they didn't have people to process it. You know, wow. From being from being sick or just being uh, just quitting or just not coming in. Same like here, the meat meat um, processing uh, companies. So you know what's going to happen. They keep on talking about a. Meat I'm story. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was I just going to say they yeah. keep talking about that. 
Yeah, so of course it's going to be higher prices. And I did read an article recently that McDonald's said that they're just going to order only what they need, not more than what they need, you know. So, hey, burgers and McDonald's are going to be going up. So. Well, I heard that Wendy's had a, had signs up saying no burgers. They had what? Yeah. Wendy's was having signs up saying no burgers because they, apparently they, really? they don't do – Frozen. Yeah, they do fresh. They do all their yeah. allegedly. They do all their beef <laughs> allegedly <laughs> fresh. Allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> so they had, they had to follow up. They had to follow up on the lie, you know. So they kept it yeah. going. They gonna be serving oh, oh, calls after oh. a while. Oh, we gotta go ahead on and faint because the air is bad. We need to just go ahead and faint right here on the ground. They're gonna be serving sliders up in there. Yeah. Saying, well, look, cut those burgers into four, and we're gonna call them sliders. Well, I tell you, the one thing you know, I, I always, I always say, you know, going forward, I always say that Martin Luther King, I feel personally was 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 assassinated because Martin Luther King had the ability to get people together and boycott, you know. And when you boycott mm-hmm. somewhere, they don't make any money. <laughs> and what's happening now is a boycott that was caused by a, 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 a you know, by a pan, by a pandemic that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's causing people to not make the money they used to make. And the sad part about it, what bothers me, is that some people was making mad cash. They were making big money with their little, whatever businesses they had. You know, they were breeding off of whatever different areas by them or different plants by military bases mm-hmm. where people just brought stuff or people that was by the headquarters of the police station downtown D.C., the stores and the vendors. Then when people come in there for different criminal uh, criminal cases and all, they stop and get a coffee first or get a donut only because they're down there because they got some stuff going on in their life. They got a case against them. So they're buying off of them. But now that the police station is closed, they're not getting any business, but you were breeding off of people who was going through some crap anyway that wouldn't even be in that neighborhood unless they had some business at the headquarters, you know? So it's a catch-22 mm-hmm. type situation. You feel sorry for the businesses in some respect, but some people was making money based on other people's miseries, and they were living large. They were selling bullshit products, you know, burgers, you know, same old bagels and nasty-ass coffee, Something you get on the run. By the time you get on the damn metro, you taste the coffee and say, damn, this shit is nasty. You didn't go one stop from you brought the shit, you're ready to pour it out. You can't pour it out because you're on the train. But anyway, it's like, you know, it's everything, half the stuff in the world today is crap that we deal with every day because we're, we're inconvenient. You know, we call somewhere at 2 o'clock in the morning, we work overnight, we call a restaurant that's open 24 hours, and the guy bring us a damn uh, stromboli that's half cooked or whatever, we got to deal with it. It costs $20. So, See, I'm saying a lot of businesses have been mm-hmm. bullshit in public for a long time, and we deal with it because that's what we do. How many times you ate something and throw it away? And say, damn, that was a waste of twelve motherfucking dollars, and you threw twelve dollars right. in the damn trash yeah. that that tastes like shit, and you just threw it in the trash. It's like, damn, what the fuck did I spend money on that bullshit? I should have made that turkey sandwich before I left home, like I started to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like you know, you 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 just. But anyway, now these businesses are crying broke and crying crazy when they've been ripping people off for a long time. So for some of them, I say I feel sorry for you, and some of them, I say good for your ass. Do better when you're open. Nope. Do better. You know what I mean? Right. I just want to put that out. Yeah. Like, right. I did notice that a lot of the grocery stores are now putting um, a maximum purchase on meat. You know, like if you buy packs of chicken mm-hmm. or packs of oh, beef, yeah. they tell you you can only yeah. get two. Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. they're already they're, they're making sure that we don't they don't have a toilet paper situation. Yeah. It's right. Clorox. Yeah, I saw I saw saw an older lady in in Walmart the other day. This lady had like nine packs of toilet paper. Okay, small woman. She didn't she didn't really have enough ass to accommodate the toilet paper that she brought. I said, you know what, honey? I want to say you don't even have enough ass to accommodate all that toilet paper that you're allegedly going to use on that little ass you got. But anyway, I'm just saying that was my inner inner story. But once you get to the register. A lot of times you're gonna get kicked out anyway. You can if the quantity is one, it won't let you bring up another. It's just like uh, Walmart will um, let you. Walmart will let you get whatever you're gonna get. They, you know, they wide open. No, but they're they, they gonna change that. They're gonna change their tune soon. Trust and believe. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the one in. Uh, well, I ain't gonna talk about where I live. Y'all might come after me the way I talk about white folks on here. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying uh, is uh, uh, uh. that one out there in Iowa that you shop in. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyway. All right, so look, we're going to take a break, uh, and we'll come back uh, with uh, Hit It and Quit It headlines. Hit and Quit It headlines. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306, or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so... Uh, 
do a shout out to, you got a shout out for something? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the bombshell experience dot shop. Not dot com dot shop. Okay. That is the mm-hmm. bombshell experience dot shop. That is a local entrepreneur who has a lot of great cosmetic products for men and women, but they've got your skin stuff covered, they got your uh your cosmetic uh, makeup stuff. They got they got some good stuff. Something I'm gonna just eyes, say something for your lips. Something for the eyes, something for the lips, something for the skin. They got mm-hmm. the lashes. If you do the lashes, ladies, check them out. Lashes. If you like your nails to look right, check them out. Mm-hmm. If you like your skin to look nice and bright and tight, check them out. So check out the bombshell experience dot shop. Please remember it's dot shop. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's one of the newer domains available out there on the internet. The Bombshell Experience dot shop, and they'll be coming to the show here shortly uh, to 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 talk about their product personally. So we so we line them up. Um, just just as a reminder, we're going to be our 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 show next week will be pre-recorded. Right. So if they do come, it'll be after, but that'll be like the fifteenth. Yeah, around May. Uh, that show will be pre-recorded because we have a funeral coming up for my mother. So we have to uh, we have to do it. The next week's show will be pre-recorded because I'll definitely be preoccupied in that particular situation that I regret to have to be a part of when it comes to uh, witnessing my mother's uh, ongoing situation. But uh, that's my obligation based on a woman that raised me. So next week will be pre-recorded. And I appreciate Kettle and Red Wine giving me the the time off to do that. Absolutely. And, um, but we do remind everybody, you know, hey, support your local entrepreneurs yeah. by black. And uh Yeah, but like I said, within when we come back after the sixteenth, we'll we'll talk to them in the meantime and see what we can set up as far as them coming yeah, let's here get and, them on and the show. promoting their own product. Can we know. get them on the show? Yeah, we can yeah, we can do All right, Cattle, can we uh get them on the show? We're gonna yeah, get the bomb show like crew on the show. Tell us sounds all like about what they have going on. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All so, right. We're going to kick it back to you, Papa Didi. Hit him and quit him. Man, y'all working me to death. Yeah. Uh, okay. Earn your keep. Anyway, uh, Frontier Airlines, they're going to drop their open seat fees that uh, that drew a tax. Okay, now peep this here. Frontier Airlines is dropping plans to charge passengers extra to sit, ne- to sit next to an extra seat. Uh, empty seat, excuse me. People sometimes request to sit next to an empty seat because they want to just have the seat for whatever you want to have it from. People charge them for it. But now that the corona is in in effect, the seat is empty any damn way, okay? So Congress said, why are we allowing these people to charge for an empty seat when nobody's riding these They were charging people to sit next to to an empty seat that wasn't even booked, okay? Let's look at these. You know, when you do something based on a situation of somebody else, that's some foul shit. You know what I mean? Excuse my language. No, don't excuse my language. I curse to make it sound better. Okay? You're going to charge somebody to sit next to an empty seat that wasn't booked from the beginning. So Congress said, nah, 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 nah. Now, here's the CEO of Frontier Airlines. He says, we recognize the concerns raised that we are profiting from safely from from safely trying to uh you know trying to earn a profit based on empty seats but that never was our intent 
to to raise money on that, then what the hell was your intent, you you greasy slime ball? Yeah. How are you going to tell <laughs> they wrote they they wrote a letter to Congress? They wrote a letter to Congress saying we never really meant to draw profit. Okay, well if you charge me three hundred fifty dollars to sit next to an empty seat that was already empty from the beginning, what the hell is that? It's profit all day. Okay, it's a, it's so sad. His name is Barry Barry Biffle. He's going to be on our kisser list. Our kissing list comes on the end of the show. That's when we make a list of people that we're really trying to kiss our ass, and we got a nice song for them. So put down Barry Barry Bristle. He's the CEO of Frontier Airlines, little sneaky, conniving little bastard. You said Bristle? Bristle, B-R-B-I-F-F-L-E, Biffle. Biffle, okay. yeah. From Frontier, and got it. From Frontier. Now, this guy's probably raising a damn trailer park, Okay. Now he done been raised up and got went to college and shit, and now he went to college, got a degree. He fresh out of the trailer park. Now he feel like he could do some stuff to rip off people, knowing damn well that he was eating. You know what? What do what do poor people eat in the trailer park? Fucking How would I know? Uh, uh, <laughs> ramen noodles, I guess. Ramen noodles. I don't fucking know. Wonder bread. Wonder bread. Fucking Fruit Loops and shit. I mean, yeah. The little teeny box. Remember those, remember, those square, remember those square boxes of cereal that you crack the top? You spit the top oh, and then you... get out the box. You... <laughs> anyway, anyway. Anyway, hit damn, Now you're a CEO and you're yep. trying to rip people off with your trailer park ass. Mm. Anyway, mm. so Senator Amy uh, Kobachaw... She highlighted the fee situation and said that we will not stand for this during COVID-19. Not on my watch. During COVID-19, nobody will make a profit on something that is not legit. There are people that aren't working. There are people that are suffering. There are people that are dying. And Frontier Airlines, which is a ratchet airline from the beginning. I'm a Southwest guy myself. No no baggage fees. I love them fine-ass sisters behind the counter because, you know, Southwest Airlines, mostly black folks, right? I go on Southwest Airlines, boy, the girl come up to me and say, you got any bags to check? I say, girl, I like to check out you, mama. Anyway, you know what I'm just saying? Southwest mm-hmm. Airlines is my thing. It's my thing. All right? It's my thing. All right. Anyway, somebody holds him down. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, Southwest Airlines and National, National and Alamo. You want to go black? Go Southwest. And when you're gonna rent a car, go National and Alamo. Black, they black, black, baby. So black, black, black. I'm just saying. That, that's my Negro <laughs> joint. Frank, that's my Negro joint. Uh, Can I do my? Uh, Red wine's always in my business. Always. That's what I do. I can't be private up here. She's always going to interfere and. and as we used to say back in the cock block. Anyway. Okay. Hit them and quit them. All right. Anyway, hit them quit. Yeah, I'm done with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hit them and quit Yeah. Oh, it's on me? Oh, right. Yeah, you working, I, eh? I was just in the pub. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working today. Okay. You on the clock? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 the NFL. This is one of your stories, Papa. I got it, though. NFL, NFL. yeah, they pull major... Financial ramifications without fans in the stands, of course. Uh, Last month, a potential NFL contingency plan involving a mid-October start date. The league might be willing to further delay its 2020 season if it uh, means fans uh, can attend games. Uh-oh. $100 million per team loss would mean a roughly $48 million reduction of the 2021 salary cap which calls uh, Titanic fallout league-wide. 
Before this COVID-19 pandemic, the cap was expected to rise by more than $10 million. Well, so um, here's the latest from around the league. A delayed season would mean Super Bowl. What's this? What's L and B? Oh, boy. I, I've been that? out of school for so oh, long. Which number L V. Yeah, what number? The Roman numbers. L V. Well, the V is a five. Is that 55? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be 55, right. Okay, 55. Because my Eagles won, Eagles, my my Eagles won fifty two. Just so you know, all right. So it'd be five. Thank you very much. (laughs) Won fifty two. Go Eagles, baby! All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So they say the Super Bowl fifty five may push back. Super Bowl um, sites, however, are required to free up more than um, dates if the event game is moved, being moved. Um, So don't know when that might be. Also, Roger Cadell, he's still going to kiss the list. I don't give a rat's rabbit's ass. Recently reduced his roughly $40 million salary to zero. Yeah, right. I don't believe that. Oh, he did? That's wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so Goodell gave up his salary? Is that what you How said? How long? Say. Yep. Not long, not all the salary. It said How much? How much? reduced. Reduced. Let me get recently reduced his roughly forty million dollars salary. So he might be getting twenty. So he reduced it. He didn't say don't give it to me, but he reduced it. Well, how much? How uh, much does a person need? But I mean, reduced it to what? Hard. He doesn't well, say. You say he reduced well, first of all, it. He's been making forty million dollars a year for the last five years. So. To reduce it, would that really, you know, change anything he, in his he's, life? He's been a commissioner for 14, it says, a 14-year commissioner. Yeah, well, he came on after uh, yeah. the other guy, uh, oh, Pete Rosell, okay. whatever it was. He, was he used to be the assistant commissioner he took I over, but he's making he big money. Up. He's living large. He's living large. So, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. a millionaire, so, then what, what's the difference, you know? Your no, money's making true. money. Your money's making money, uh-huh. so what the hell does it matter what you're making when your money's making money? So anyway. they said they're going to push what? the dates out and the arena still got to hold, hold the space? Yeah. yeah what they, okay. I guess they said a year out. You have to, you know, let's be, let people know where it's going to be or whatever, but they might have to push it for another year out. That's what they're saying. Also, the pay redu- reductions have, have gone into effect at the league level. Various management level execs at the league office will see their pay stash, I'm sorry, slash by 5% to 15%. Okay. And the next set of the NFL owners meetings is going to be scheduled May 19th through 21st, but it's going to be virtual. So, you know, I guess everybody's okay. trying to stay safe. Yep. So, um, and but they still got plenty of money. That's true. That's true. They do. So it also says the NFL will receive a schedule on Thursday. A full 17-week season will be scheduled, with some games possibly shifting to Saturdays. No London games are believed to be on the um, on the season. They said they're going to scratch that because they usually go overseas, right, Papa? At least once a year or twice a year or something. Yeah. They go overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go once they so go to England. They also go to they go to Mexico also. Right, so that's oh, they scratch did? for this year. So. Yeah, they got one game in Mexico and one game in London. Okay, well, they scrapped all that now. <laughs> they scrapped that, so, yep. So, hopefully the NFL, like you said, they got plenty of money. They should survive. Yeah, they do. They just try to act like they're into the whole uh, 
pandemic thing, but they didn't they didn't really give a damn about it. When they did the uh, draft, they were like, we're doing a draft, yada, yada, yada. But now they realize and they need to act like they need to act like that there's a, a, a pandemic going on and they're concerned that about they're it. they're concerned, yeah. Yeah, they're concerned. They're going to push back. They, they're giving themselves a lot of leadway is what they're doing. Well, but, here's uh, my question. Since Roger Goodell took this uh, salary cut, does that mean we do that we cannot put him on the kiss it list this week? No, he's always on the kiss it list. Okay. Yeah, cool. he always I just want to know. All right. He's full of crap. All right. Just wanted to mm. check. <laughs> I was trying to make sure he didn't earn his way off of the kiss it list. Okay. Okay. Was that all you That's had on you? that one, Kevin? Oh, yeah, okay. that was it. Yep. All right. Well, I want to talk about this fool. I mean, uh, this man that showed up in a clan hood at the grocery store, called himself oh, wearing a mask. Wow. This dude, yeah. a customer at a Southern California grocery store, chose to wear what appeared to be. I don't know why they say appeared to be. I saw it. That's what it was. It was a freaking Ku Klux Klan hat. Mm-hmm. Hood, whatever they call it. Right. Uh, to Maybe. come in there and do his grocery shopping, ignoring mm. all the requests from the staff in the store when they were saying, sir, you, you can't wear that in here. You're going to have to remove it. But he still let him in. Yeah, they let him in. And yeah, when well. he came in with it, they tried to tell him, that's not appropriate. You need to take it off and blah, blah, blah. And he refused to take it off. So now the San Diego County Sheriff's Department is looking into the incident and saying that they might pursue criminal charges. Might. Now, the dude was photographed. I know. It's crazy. The man was photographed by customers at uh, the Vons grocery store in Santee last weekend. Mm -hmm. And you can see the image of the person bagging fruit in the produce department while wearing the stupid hood. The thing was fully covering his head, had a point on it, and it had two holes cut out for the eyes. Now, that's not a clan hood. So, so um, that's crazy. the uh, employees at the grocery store said they asked the customer to remove the hood, but the customer ignored the request until they until he got to the checkout area. And they said that this was a disturbing incident for our associates and customers, and we are reviewing with our team how to best handle such inappropriate situations in the future. So basically, the store <laughs> people didn't know what the hell to do. And they bitched up. And they, they bitched up. Exactly. They were like, like sir, could you, and that's could the you problem please, with the world today. sir, would you, could yeah. you, would you? And the man was like, no, I'm not taking off my, this is my mask. Y'all want us to wear a mask, but this is my mask. And they were like, but sir, Where? that's. But let me yeah. ask you a question. I don't understand, like, now, let's just say that, you know, usually the policy of a supermarket is, is shirt and shoes, you know. Yeah. Now, let's right. just say a, right. a, a black man comes in there with no shirt on, okay? He's proud of his muscles, and he's just showing he's, he's in there with no shirt. He's got his wallet and ID and all that jazz. Now, if they say our policy is no shirt and shoes, they would do everything they can do to stop this black man from shopping, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't have a shirt, you got to get out of here. But when it comes to their own kind, they're so afraid to pro- nobody afraid to approach their own kind because they know how crazy those motherfuckers are. That's the problem. That could be. They it. know just how crazy their own people are, 
and they know their own people's always packing. They always got a gun, so they don't go near them. They don't even approach them. They well, we tried to stop them, but we but they know the end result is that the boy got three guns on him. If you're gonna come and wear some crap like that, then you following the tradition of the clan totally. You got something to protect yourself. Especially if you buy yourself with yourself, you know ain't no solo white man gonna come in somewhere with a clan outfit on and not be packing some type of pistol somewhere. Yeah, you either packing or you just real crazy. Yeah. So either way, they don't want to mess with them. And they know they ain't gonna mess with them because they know first of all, white folks know how white folks are. Okay, that's why I tell people all the time. Never talk to white people about another white person. Don't do that. I don't give a shit how much well hold up, Redwine, hold up. Let me just get this out here. So the public can hear this shit. I don't care how much you trust that white person you're working with. Never talk to white folks about another white person. Don't ever do that shit. Because it will all it will always trump your black ass. Okay? So don't I don't give a shit if you think the other white person is crazy and the white person you talk to is cool. Fuck the two of them. Okay? Don't talk to one about the other. Because it's going to get back to them inadvertently. So just keep your black ass safe by keeping your business to yourself. Just understand them two motherfuckers and lead them and feed them both with a long handled spoon, and fuck the two of them. Don't tell one or you know Jacob is fucked up. Don't tell fucking John. Don't tell fucking you know Joshua that Jacob is fucked up because they're both fucked up in all actuality. So just keep it to yourself. Just watch the two of their asses. I'm just saying, go ahead, real one. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I was just gonna say that that with them saying that the police are saying that they're gonna look into it. If the man had a complete hood over his face, unless somebody went out and looked at his tags on his car, I don't know how they're going to find out who it, who this is. So I don't know how they, they plan to investigate this. I don't know if that was just one of those lines mm-hmm. to say, all right, y'all calm down. We'll look into it. Yeah. And then that was the end of it. So, yeah. anyway. But I, I want to say something here also, and I'm not trying to over-talk anybody. I was at a resort area called Massanutten one time. Yes, Massanutten is a is a resort which is over in, in Virginia, and it's actually it's like down the street from Charlottesville. If you get off the train, if you catch the train to Charlottesville, and you get a you Uber or something, it's really down the street from the the Charlottesville train station, about maybe ten miles. It's an area called Harrisonburg, Harrisonburg, Virginia, and the resort's called Massanutten. I was there one time, right? You know, I'm married. So I was there with my side piece, right? So me and my side piece, wow. we're sitting by the pool, right? And these two, these this white couple, their kids had swastika armbands on their arms. And I'm sitting, I'm already on, on the, in a lounge chair with a towel over me, you know. And I look over at this, this white guy and his girlfriend or wife, whatever she was. But I look at the kids, and they're got, they have swastika armbands. Not only did I get the hell out of there, I wasn't going to go on the other side of the pool to get away from them. I just got out of that area, period. I said, oh, hell no. The kids had swat, they had green armbands with German swastikas on them. And I was like, you got to be. And these kids were no more than four years old, and they had German hey. swastikas. Man, let me tell you, me and my side piece got up out of there with the quickness. Ooh. All right, all right. It, it, I was like, I was scared and to death. Was how many years ago? Well, like like recent. It was about about three years ago, something like oh, that. Okay, so we're not talking about like in the seventies. No, like no, this is about three 80s. years ago. You know, I was scared yeah. to death. I wanted, to, you know, maybe they're trying to tell me something. I dropped my side piece off and I went home to my wife. 
was like, shit, I, you know, fuck all that. So, Maybe that was the message, huh? That was the message. I said, nah, fuck all this. Crazy. Anyway. Uh, all right. Okay. Cattle, um, <laughs> <Carol>, help me. <laughs> I said, well, I told my side piece, look, I might talk up with you later. I said, look, oh my God. I said, look, the coochie's good, but I'm gonna drop your ass off. Okay, because that's that scared the hell out of me. I need to lay on the pillow oh, next to my motherfucking wife, okay? I had to go back home to my wife. This just scared me, but I had to get back to reality. I dropped off okay. that fantasy. I, I had to get back to reality. I'll be gracious, honest with you. Anyway. Gracious. Yeah, okay. All righty.
Also, law enforcement need to implement a protocol for people, um, police, I'm sorry, police officers to abide by and not make their own choices as individuals. Stop taking matters in your own hands, law enforcement. We need responsible and clear-headed individuals to enforce our laws, not stupid-ass niggas. Drop the mic. Ooh-wee! Kettle was blazing. She came in with guns blazing. I'm just, I'm just tired. Like you said, we have to do something. You know, we gotta continue to march or whatever we gotta do. We gotta say what we feel, and that's how I felt. I'm just tired of it. You know, we gotta do some changes somewhere. Yeah. I understand. Well, what you might want to do is have a nice, relaxing cocktail. You know, oh, yeah. before you get out and start the marching and the signs and all of that, you might want to just cool out, have a cocktail, like the cocktail of the week, perhaps, and then go okay. out and march first thing in the morning. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, all right. Cocktail of the week is what? The bourbon mash? Maple bourbon smash. All right. All right, maple bourbon smash. All right. All um, right, that's on you. You going to tell us what it is or you want to come <laughs> back to it? Yeah, let's come back to it. Okay. We can go over to Papa Didi with what's what? popping. Yes, 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 you got to work. <laughs> Put him to work, huh? <laughs> Put him to work. And we'll come back to uh, Kettle with the cocktail of the week. I know she's fired up after Kettle's corner. So yeah. I'm going to let her I'll go ahead together. and get it together. And we're going to shift gears and go to Papa Didi with what's popping. So uh, the question is, Papa Didi, what's popping? Well, you know, there's so much stuff going on. Um... Yeah. I like that song by Prince right there. We all do. But what's popping? You know, I want to talk about the night of, like you were saying, Kettle. You know, we we we're always on blast. But what I don't like is that the, the networks be showing us be getting shot, and they act like that's a sport on TV. And they always use the little term. I just want to warn you that what you're about to see is graphic. And they're going to show. They're going. You're going to hear the two shots. It just seems like when black people get shot, it's almost the networks look at look at it as good TV, and you hear the shots just like when the gentleman got killed in in South Carolina, where he got out of the car, started running, and yeah. the cop shot him while he was running. How the fuck do you shoot somebody when they're running in another direction? No threat to you, no obvious gun, but you just shot him to stop his movement, and and shot him midstream. And the whole situation with the whole child support thing that he was running because he wanted to get caught up in. Now, what did that mean now that the man is dead? Now that the kid ain't going to get a fucking dime now that he's dead. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? I mean, and they showed that over and over again, him getting shot. You know, they showed every situation of black people in the midst of them getting in their situation. But I've never seen white people being shown on TV in their distressed situation. And I always go back to the white woman that was killed who worked for the radio station, where the black guy killed her 
at that little uh, that little dock, that little pier dock. Remember that morning that the the white girl was I he, do remember that. he claimed that the white girl was getting more stories than her. He went out to a story she had and shot her in cold blood right there. In fact he shot the uh the cameraman the cameraman too. That was her boyfriend. He shot at two of them. And the girl who was being interviewed because she had a restaurant or something on the pier, she was all freaked out. She's fucked up for the rest of her life, you know, because she seen the motherfucker getting shot right in front of her. The brother came. But they did not show that story. They didn't show her being shot. They didn't show none of that. You're right. They and stopped just the go footage to, they, right at that point. Yeah, they didn't show any of that. And another thing, too, it, it, but it does not stop there. Also, when you go to different situations, when you ever look at the show, there was a show on years ago, I don't know if it's still there, show women having babies. It was a, um, one of the cable channels you would see, the Raw, of women having babies. It was some type of medical show. And and every time they had a woman there having babies, they would show black women. Because, first of all, the white women were saying, well, how much fuck you going to charge me to put the camera all up in my pussy? Okay? Mm-hmm. But black women don't say that shit. But the white women wanted to get paid. And they would say, well, we ain't paying y'all shit. And so they move on. But he asked a black girl, and the black people were like, okay, can I get a copy of it? Kind of shit. I mean, because mm-hmm. it seemed like sometimes our, 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 we may be honest as people raised from honest parents, but people that are into profiting from us will take our honesty as ignorance. Okay? So when, you're, when your honesty is taken as ignorance, that's pretty fucked up, okay? Because you're trying to be honest based on the people that raised you and the people that's making a profit off your ass calling you ignorant and stupid. You know what I mean? So that's some sad stuff. Very sad. And that's how it is today. When I look at a show where they show these women having babies in the raw, it was some type of uh, uh, National Geographic, some shit, where I wouldn't say National Geographic. It was more of a... Uh, like Discovery. Discovery, or yeah, Discovery. Yeah. They were showing big women having babies. Every time you seen women have babies, women moaning and shit, and they showed the circumference of how wide the vagina opens up and all this shit, it was a black woman. I'm saying, well, goddamn, where are the white women at? They haven't just many babies. But the white women saying, oh, no, I need $30,000, you know? Yeah. But the black, black women ain't thinking like that, and they say, okay, oh, don't worry about it. We'll give you a hotel room and, you know, some other stupid shit they lay on black people to make them they they look and see what our values are when people offer you shit that way they're seeing how much can they buy you for you know what i mean if that white woman said thirty thousand, if they can get that black woman they will only offer the black woman if she asks for it but believe me if you don't ask for money motherfuckers ain't gonna give you no money but if you ask for some shit like a turkey fucking sandwich or some little stupid shit then that's what people are going to give you and, you know, it's so sad, man, that our our lack of education, our lack of aggressiveness, even when we go in business, when you go in business, you need to be, you know, just like the song says, if you want to be rich. You know the song, if you want to ride, go ride the white pony. The line in that song makes all the sense in the world is, if you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Okay, that's, that's, that is fucking bond. If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Look at Oprah. Oprah's like, fuck all of y'all, okay? What I go for, I go for. What I don't go for, I don't go for. And that's how she lived her life. That was her, that was her, that she held on to that. And that's how she became a billionaire. Because after a while, you're going to have to be a, a strong-willed person that knows how to say no to people, knows how to tell people kiss your ass, who you're going to pick, 
who you're going to go for, what you're going to do. If you don't have those type of adjustments in your life, you would never be rich. You cannot be rich being a nice, wholesome person, even though your parents taught you that shit. After a while, the bitch is going to come out of you. If you're a female entrepreneur trying to be rich, you're going to fuck around one day and be a bitch because you're going to find out all that casual, nice, feminine bullshit is going to get you pushed to the side. They're going to mug you in your face and knock you down. So after a while, you're going to say, yo, fuck you. I will kick you in your balls. Get out of my way, motherfucker, and get your shit right. And this is what females realize after a while. It's like, yo. I got to threaten that motherfucker with a testicle kick in order to get him off my ass. It's just the way it is. If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. You want to get even with your fucking ex-husband or whatever, you got to one day reveal yourself to that motherfucker and say, fuck you, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And you got to step up your game. That's just the way life is. And once you step up your game, motherfuckers realize you're serious. We only live in one life here. We live in one life. You got to skull fuck motherfuckers. Skull fuck them. That means stick your dick in the side of their head and skull fuck them. Skull fuck them. All right, that's, that's all I got to say about it. Anyway. Okay, dokey. Whew. I for giving it to us raw. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm over here cracking up. Papa, you got me tonight, boy. I'm telling you.
and it consists of um, it even sounds good, sounds tasty. So half an ounce of pure maple syrup, a half an ounce of fresh orange juice, a quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice, four dashes of Gastoro bitters, a half an orange wheel, uh, two ounces of bourbon. I mean, if you want it stronger, you can do three. Um, ice and one and a half ounces of chilled seltzer. So in a rock glass, we're going to combine the maple syrup with the orange juice. Lemon uh, juice and bitters. Add the orange wheel and lightly muddle. Add the bourbon and stir well. Fill the glass with ice and top with the chilled seltzer. Pretty good. Something different. Okay, that does sound good. I would try that. Yeah, something, yeah, something different. Okay, well, thank you, Kevin. <clears throat> You're welcome. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Yeah, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. The cocktail of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Um, also, shout out to a new comedy series called Pump, like Pumping Iron. Pump. It's on a brand new network that just launched on May 1st. The new network is called Urban Flicks, F L I X, Urban Flicks TV. Uh, you can find them at urbanflixtv.com. The TV series is called Pump, and a friend of the show, Lynette Tichelle, is a co-writer and one of the uh, stars of the show. It is really good, very funny, so check them out, urbanflixtv.com. And uh, thank you, D.C. Homegrown, for sponsoring the Cocktail of the Week. And uh, we're going to lighten it up and move right over to the weird news. And I'm going to kick it off with this thing... um, And going back to Georgia again, Speedy Gonzalez has been arrested in Georgia. Yes, Speedy Gonzalez. This is out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. After months on the run, a mail fraud suspect who lived up to his legal name, Speedy Gonzalez, has been arrested in Georgia. Uh Uh-oh. The 35-year-old Buford man, who shares a name with the fast-running cartoon mouse, was taken into custody Last weekend, during a traffic stop um, in Gwinnett County, authorities began looking for Gonzalez after a victim reported in January that multiple checks were stolen from their mailbox. Police determined that Gonzalez was the one who swiped the checks and then went to a Home Depot and bought more than $3,000 worth of merchandise with the money he got from the checks after returning the items for cash. What? Wait a minute. He bought more than $3,000 worth of merchandise with the funds before returning the items for cash. Okay. Mm. Police identified Gonzalez as a suspect in March, but he managed to elude authorities for another month because he's Speedy Gonzalez. And investigators said that he even appeared in Tennessee before they caught him over the weekend. So he was all over the place. Uh, he was booked in jail, into jail on charges of forgery, identity theft, and theft by deception. Uh, he also had outstanding warrants in another county in Georgia and in Alabama on similar counts. Gee, that's Speedy Gonzalez. They finally got him. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. I used to love that cartoon. All right, we're going over to you, Papa Didi. Me? Yep. 
You're what up? I do? <laughs> Nothing yet. It's your weird news. What you got for us? Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Pint-sized driver surprises Utah troopers. Pint-sized. Let's see what's up with this. This is Ogden, Utah. Now, I know, what is the main area? What is one of the main cities in Utah? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Anything other than that, your ass is in the sticks. <laughs> okay. Okay. A Utah Highway. Now, this is an area called Ogwen. Ogwen, Utah. Population of black folks. Less less than 1%. <laughs> less than 1%. Okay? This is from the Associated Press. Associated Press, they end up with some dog ass. They hang anywhere. Don't take video and, and, and audio of any goddamn thing. They don't care. Anyway, a Utah Highway Patrol trooper got a pint-sized surprise when he pulled over a five-year-old driver. What? Okay, who was swerving so badly he thought the driver needed medical attention. The trooper's name was Rick Morgan. He said that uh, his name was uh, Andre Zappa, Zappamari, Zappamaro. Zappamaro. He'll turn six next month. Five-year-old kid did not respond to his lights when he ordered him to pull over with the sirens and everything on Interstate 15, which was in an area called Ogwen, uh, Ogwen Utah, on Monday. Okay, now the police officer said I approached the vehicle and I was expecting to find someone who needed some ambulance attention or paramedics based on how vicious they were driving. Mm -hmm. All right, this is what Morgan said to Trooper Rick Morgan. But when the window came down, Morgan said it was a it was pretty clear that uh, it was a very uh, underage driver. Was behind the wheel. The boy was sitting on the edge of the seat to reach the brake pedal. The troop said, "When asked, Morgan said that his the guy's name is Adrian. Is what his name is. Adrian told him he was going to his sister's house in California." What? <laughs> Wait, this boy was five. Yeah, the five-year-old said when the police asked him, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm going to my sister's house in California." The boy told another trooper that he wanted to buy a Labradini, and he got there. And when he got there, and then flash, and then when he flashed open his wallet, showing his cash to purchase his Labradini. <laughs> Let me fucking regroup myself here, okay? Hey, is this a five-year-old? Or is this a midget? Five-year-old said. <laughs> I'm going to California. He said, I'm going to California to visit my sister. And when I get to California, I'm going to buy a Labradini. Now, when he opened up his wallet, all the five-year-old had in his wallet was $3. He's going to buy a Lamborghini with $3. He got $3 in his pocket, okay? His parents were contacted, and they came and took custody of their son and the vehicle. Okay, Adrian was uh, had long dreamed of owning his own Labradini and spent hours watching videos of luxury sports cars and race cars, his sister Sydney said. Oh, my said. gosh. Okay. On, on Tuesday, a local Labradini, on Tuesday now, a local Labradini owner treated Adrian to ride up and down the street with the boy in the passenger seat. Now, now wait a minute. See, you know what? Here, See, see, this is where white privilege begins. White privilege begins right here. See, white folks, 
White folks get fucked up in the head early because, first of all, they don't get arrested for shit, okay? They don't get disciplined for shit. Now you got a Labradini healer. Yeah, he thought it was a joke. But then now the boy going to grow up totally corrupted because you know he can get away with shit. And it just was amazing. And now the Labradini dealership got the boy riding in there and they... Mm. Oh, I, I yeah, that is crazy, that. part. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So how you, in the hell he was driving? He, how was he able to 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 um touch the pedals and stuff? He could be just a smart kid. Or oh, he could, could be a, a big five year old or tall, yeah. maybe. You never well, they know. They said oh. he was swerving, so he's not a good driver. Mm-hmm. And also, like mm-hmm. I said, that was Ogden, that was Ogden, Utah, which is rural areas. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. You know, a lot of these kids, if you live out in farmland areas, they've been driving truckers, tractors. Yeah, they've been driving tractors since they could walk. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. Eight nine years. <laughs> he probably uh, been driving tractors and figured it's no different. He jumped right. right behind the wheel. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving on. All right. What's your weird news, Louisiana police search for aggressive chicken. What the hell does that mean? Wait a minute. The cops Walker, are looking for a chicken? Yes, aggressive. In Walker, Louisiana, police are searching for an aggressive chicken accused of engaging in foul play at Louisiana <laughs> Bank. Really? The Walker Police Department responded to a oh, complaint boy. about about the brazen animal Friday. The agency said in a social media post over the weekend, witnesses told police the chicken had been spotted at the bank multiple spotted times where? last week at this bank, approaching patrons oh, at the ATM, chasing customers, oh, even attempting to climb into cars, in the drive-through, officials said officers responded to the, to the bank within a few minutes, but found the pesky poultry had already escaped. The suspect remains <laughs> on the loose, <laughs> and police advised residents to avoid uh, confronting the chicken and instead call for help. Okay. Oh my gosh! Don't go too on the weekend. We got a crazy chicken. Walking. Going around yep. attacking folks. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. This has been too funny. I guess I guess you're trying to get some money out the ATM. You know, he's plucking them for cash. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh no. Plucking that was crazy. Mhm. Yeah. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that was a good one. All right, well, that wraps up the weird news. We're going to take a CC break, and we're coming back with, uh, oh, with me, with I'm Just Saying. You. On the other side of the break, we'll be right back. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party, www.apajamaparty.com, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it, too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. 
well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? Hi, welcome back to the John Party One Host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir. And it's time for I'm Just Saying. Okay. So tonight, uh, I just lost my place. Tonight, I'm just saying, just just get on with the process. That's my topic for tonight. Just get on with the process. Um. And this is to all the people out there that are protesting their state government trying to uh trying to press the government to reopen businesses like right now ahead of the planned schedule. I'm just saying, just get on with the process. Get with the process. That's what I'm saying. Get with the process. I cannot understand how these people go and get in their vehicles they come out there with their signs, screaming and yelling, demanding that the governors or the mayors reopen the city, even while the numbers of people infected and dying from COVID-19 are still going up. Now, we know that people want to get back to work, and but you're going to have to wait until it's safe to do that. What part of death and destruction do these people not understand? I'm just saying, can you just get with the process? Now, normally, I'm the one that says fight against the status quo, swim upstream, fight the power, fight the man, all of that. But in this case, I'm saying that you got people out there that are showing up with weapons. They come out there with their MAGA signs and their Trump signs, which I still don't get the relevance. But nonetheless, they're out there. They're yelling about what they demand. Well, here's the thing. Nobody cares what you demand. People are losing their friends, losing their family over this stuff. It's not a joke. And these people out there pissed because they can't go to the beach, because they can't go to their favorite store or their favorite restaurant. Give me a break. I'm just saying, can you just get with the process? I understand about the small businesses that need to reopen so they can make money and keep their business afloat. I fully get that. But when I watch the news every day and I see people gathering in clusters, in various public places, nobody's got a mask on. I'm like, what part of you need to wear a mask did you not get? But they're out there, no mask, all clustered up together. And like I said, with the Trump signs and the MAGA signs, I don't understand what does your love or support for Trump have to do with this. These are two separate things. Why are you out there with signs talking about Trump? And and I love America and all of this. That has nothing to do with what you supposedly out there protesting. But nonetheless, I'm saying get with the process. They will reopen stuff when it is safe. If you rush it, we're going to end up in a mess. It'll end up worse than what we're dealing with now. The whole point was to flatten the curve, not to tickle your fancy. You want your fancy tickle? You need to get with a private situation and do that yourself. Now, as an entrepreneur myself, I understand this one thing. When one door shuts, you got to find a way to reinvent yourself, reinvent your product, 
and you find a way to open a new door. You don't just sit around waiting on the government to come up with something or anybody or anything else. But in this case, the government needs to just do their job and do what they promised. That whole system is all screwed up. They promised checks. They promised relief. A lot of people didn't get anything but talk. So I'm saying you can't sit back and and rely on that. You better figure out how to get yourself out of that situation. A lot of people have figured out how to make money even while we're quarantined. I heard a business today talk about it was a um, a company that provides food to restaurants, and they said, well, the restaurants are closed, so we started delivering to homes because people still got to eat. So they said, hey, we're not going to sit here and complain about we can't make any money, we can't do anything. They turned their business model into something new, and now they're delivering groceries directly to the customer. So they found a new way to profit. And that's what I'm saying with some of these businesses. A lot of them have started doing that. But you have other people sitting back blaming and waiting on the government. The government is not going to save you. That's all I'm trying to tell you people. So for those people who keep complaining about reopenness and we want to go to the beach and we want this and that, shut up and get with the program. That's what I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, get with the process so we all can live. That's what I got for you. That was nice. That was nice, Fred Wine. That was good. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard. But, you know, these fools out there with those stupid signs, especially the ones that show up with guns and stuff, who are you coming to shoot? If it's supposed to be a peaceful protest, why are you out there with rifles and handguns and all of that? Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Go in and storm the state capitol? Yeah, get the freak out of here with that. Okay. That was very nice. Very nice. But the one thing I want to add to that is that those are white people. And I know you're very diplomatic and you would never come out strongly and say that. They ain't nothing but some damn white folks, man. And like I said, when we say a reference to white people, we it's not no radical show. You know what I mean? This isn't no over-the-top, you know, uh, Black Panther, red, black, and green fucking dashis and, and you know, Afro picks in our fucking hair kind of stuff. You know what I mean? We ain't rolling like that. But we calling it what it is, you know? Because we would be unfaithful to life if we didn't call stuff for what it exactly is. Them jokers get in front of City Hall and they're complaining about this and that. You look out there and there's white folks. And the white folks kill me because they, put, they think they put on fucking sunglasses that they're just hidden from the world. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. They go in there and talk. Yeah, we need to get them. Blah, 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 blah. And they got the old sunglasses on. And the white guys fuck around and grow this beard look like a fucking grizzly bear. So now you can't recognize them. So some shit go down. They'll go shave their shit and get their so clean face again, put their wire, gla- wire frame glasses on. Yeah. And, become the, like and, and become the corporate motherfucker again by Monday morning. But on the weekend, they all bearded out with their... Because a lot of them... Look at fucking David Letterman. You seen him lately? This boy looks like a fucking beast. No, I haven't seen oh him. Oh, my before. God. David Letterman grows a beard like a beast. Mm-hmm. They all do. They all do. I think the white boys, they act clean shaved and, you know, but them boys don't shave for two or three days. They get beastly. That's just what they are. They just some beastly motherfuckers. Undercover beast. When they trying to, when they trying to project an image to society... 
They'll shave their shit, put on some wireframe glasses, and put a halo on their fucking head, and they some Honest John motherfuckers. Really? Give me a break, you sneaky, creepy motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> I'm not buying the bullshit. Anyway. I hear you. So, we're going to go into my segment called Living for the City, okay? All right. Let's talk about that racist right. fucking NFL. Let's talk about that racist fucking Ooh. NFL. The National Ooh. Football League, okay? Get them, Papa. It should mean the Negroes, you ain't got nothing coming. That's what they're saying. Now, these jokers are so racist. See, one thing about football, football is just straight modern-day slavery, okay? All you have is 32 teams. But see, black folks don't seem to realize that, but the white folks do. So they know that if you're going to be a part of the NFL, you're only going to be on part of 32 teams. So the white folks will do anything they could do to hold on to what they got. Now, they'll get rid of bad blacks that talk and speak their mind. They get rid of them. The coach of the uh, Houston Texans got rid of different people this year because he didn't like the way they were. One guy, when he was coaching the Eagles, he got rid of three or four Eagles because he didn't like what they were doing. Well, hell, all y'all millionaires, all millionaires are players. I don't give a shit black, white, or indifferent. If you're making more than a million dollars a year, you're just a player like anything else. So how can you call a black person a um, some type of a hot dog or overzealous when you're a coach making $10 million a year? So you just as, but you're going to wait till you get to your neighborhood and show your ass. It's so sad that People that make big money are just cocky and jockey from the beginning. So there's no way a coach going to call a player a hot dog. When you a hot dog, you damn so. But you just do your hot, you're, you're hot dog and behind closed doors in your own confounds. Around white folks, you show your ass. Because the brothers show their ass in public, you look look down on them. But as as, as entertainers by nature... Black people are more theatrical type people. That's why we do stuff in celebration of ourselves and we, we front the game and we, we do our little thing and we do our celebration and we, you know, we score a touchdown, we do our little dance because that's what we're made of. And that's what's making money for you slave driving ass owners, you know? So so don't even act like, you know, but when one of them get too, too into itself, now you're getting jealous because... You sitting there with a fat-ass stomach, and you're 55, 65 years old, look like you're 80, and now you're pissed off because this young guy is, is doing his thing. I mean, it's just it's a mess. The NFL is so racist. For example, for example, my man Cam Newton can't even get a team to play for this year, but they got the boy Dalton from the uh the, the Cincinnati Bengals and put him on the, what did he go to the, uh, I think he went to the Dallas Cowboys as a backup quarterback for Dak, for Dak Prescott. Now, I don't mean to talk football and throw anybody off. It's not in the football. But Dak Prescott was trying to get a contract for the last six, seven months for the Cowboys, but they've been holding back. But then you're going to get that redhead boy who was the lead quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals and bring him in to back up Dak, quarter, Dak Prescott, but you never gave Dak Prescott a fucking contract. So how are you going to bring somebody under him for one year for $17 million and you never gave a damn contract to Dak Prescott, who was your original quarterback? 
you playing with his emotions and with his situation and everything, playing on him as a black man that you don't want to give what you're supposed to give to him. It's amazing how whenever black people are involved, white people just cannot fucking do the full Monty. You know what I mean? Full Monty. Full Monty means open up the towel and show your dick. Full Monty. Okay, when somebody say full Monty, full exposure, drop your fucking halter top and show your titties. Full Monty. When anybody says full Monty, that means they want to see the whole fucking smear, the cunt hairs, the whole nine, the whole fucking penis from the fucking shaft to the motherfucking entry point, the whole nine. Is it going to say full Monty? But when it comes to black people, they never can go full Monty. But they'll throw white boys contracts like it ain't shit. You know, they gave... Fucking, uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, Rivers. What was his first name? Phil. Phil Rivers. I, Red Wine knows his shit. Phil Rivers went, to, he was fucked up with the, uh, and I'm gonna keep it real. Phil Rivers was fucked up with the, um, the Los Angeles Chargers. They got rid of him, released his ass. The damn, uh, Colts, the Indianapolis Colts picked him up for 25 million for one year. Phil Rivers is old as hell and needs to retire. They hired him for $25 million. Okay? Tom Brady left the New England Patriots. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed him for two years for $50 million fucking dollars. You can't even give Dak Prescott a fucking contract for the Dallas Cowboys yet, but you hired the white boy Dalton underneath him, and Dalton just started himself. So what they're saying is that, fuck you, Dak Fucking Dalton from Cincinnati Bengals, the redhead white boy. He got nice red hair. He got like his red hair. It's fucking red as shit. It's crazy. Anyway, you know they they brought Dak. They brought the white boy in there with the red hair underneath him for seventeen million. They didn't even give Dak Prescott a contract, like I said earlier. But they gave Tom Brady two years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, fifty million fucking dollars. Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ain't shit. They ain't been shit for five years. And now you're going to fuck around being Tom Brady act like they're going to be good overnight. And then you brought Tom, then you brought the other boy to the New New England Saints. I mean, the New Orleans Saints, uh, Drew Brees. Signed his ass for two years for $50 million. Why are these white boys getting straight contracts and you ain't full Monty? Like I said, I ain't going to describe what full Monty is again, okay? But you're giving them full Monty. But you can't even give Cam Newton a fucking job. You couldn't even get the other boy. What's the name? Jameis Winston. A job. You got black men out there trying to get a job in the game for years. But Tom Brady is, what, 43 years old? Fucking uh, Rivers is like fucking 42. Drew Brees is 41. Cam Newton is like 35. And you can't get that brother a contract? Believe me, and I'm going to close with this saying, all the black people you see in the NFL, that's bullshit. All that is is a, uh, a smoke screen. That's just, that's just the, the little, you know, everything that's, that's being out there to show the look. But the ownership is on white folks. Just like when you're in a restaurant in a store, they got black folks everywhere, the waiter, the person dumping trash, the person behind the bar. Everybody's black, 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 especially in Prince George County in Maryland. Black, 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 black everywhere. But you got a fucking hair in your food. Who's the one that comes to, to, to offer you the free meal because of hair in the food? A fucking white guy from the back. Now, you got enough black folks in there to make a fucking Tarzan movie. 
But when you got a hair in your fucking food, who comes out of the back? A fucking white person every time. It's fucking bullshit. Please, come on, come on. Anyway, I'm done. That's uh, that's what's happening with living for the city. Anyway. Pop the mic on that right one. Up. What's that? Yep. Well, he dropped I'm the mic saying. on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, red wine. <laughs> you taking her? You taking her saying? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right, don't get it twisted. All right. It's crazy out there. It's crazy out there. Look, look beyond the look, okay? Because life ain't fair at all. Now, like I said, on the situation, whenever black folks get killed by people, they show their video every time. Their mothers and sisters and brothers got to watch them getting shot on video over and over again. I ain't never seen nobody play back a video of black people getting shot. I mean, white people getting shot for nothing. But when a black person gets shot by a cop, yeah, let's show the video again. We're just going to let you know that this video is graphic. Yeah, it's graphic because you saw somebody's son getting shot over and over again on fucking TV. Really? What if it was your goddamn son? Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. the mic on the air. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Let me just close you. Yeah. Wee. That's right. The following oh, program right. contains coarse language and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. That's right. That's a disclosure. If you ain't grown, stay on the goddamn porch. <laughs> you should have done that in the get-go. Uh, yeah, I know. That's a little late. That's a little late. They yeah, don't... the engineer was late on that one. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a disclaimer after the fact. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Oh, all right. Anyway. Go to Hollywood. I'm going to make it short. Yeah. Like y'all say, let's lighten it yeah, up. Yeah, let's lighten it up. <laughs> let's Bobby lighten it up. Woo, wait, wait. All right. It has a yeah. silver ring. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's happening? I don't know about Somebody might call and comment on, on, on what you said tonight, Pop. That's all right. They can do what they want yeah. to do. Well, if you want to, go for it. 914-803-4306. If I was a slave, I've been a dead slave, honey. You hear me? If I was a slave, I've been a dead slave, honey. Don't play with me. <laughs> All right, Kendall. The floor is yours. All right. Meek Mill is expecting a baby. He got the good news from his uh, model um, girlfriend, Milan Harris, on his 33rd birthday on Wednesday. This is his um, third child. This is her first. So should be interesting. Um, Also, supermodel Naomi Campbell. She can add professional photographer to her resume. Um, this is the first time that she, um, that, um, model on the front of Essence has taken their photograph themselves on their iPhone because of this COVID-19 thing. Um, she had to do her makeup, hair, everything, set up everything. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, she did a hair, makeup, own styling before turning the lens on herself to do what would be the first ever Essence magazine cover shot entirely on an iPhone. Well, I mean, iPhone, they really getting the plug, for real, right? <laughs> yeah, they are. They think they slit. Uh, uh-huh. They, they can, you can do a lot on the iPhone. You know, they got those big posters and everything up, um, you know, yeah, shot whatever. by iPhone. 
Also, I can do it um, on my Android Andrew, too. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is down for Robert De Niro to play him. Hollywood is buzzing about um, Robert De Niro playing Cuomo. Uh, you know, uh, I guess they're gonna create a movie around um, Cuomo. You know, talking the that. pandemic and uh, everything. Yeah. So he he said he's down. See, Hollywood's too. already planning to do the movie on the COVID nineteen situation. Mm. I'm quite sure. Yeah, I'm they quite don't waste sure. Any time. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. Um, also, um, last but not least, a baby face. He's going to do uh, something on Instagram um, on Sunday, Mother's Day, and uh, uh, it's going to be kind of related to the um, waiting to exhale. It's been 25 years. It don't seem like it, but it has. So. Um, wow. The fame soundtrack featured an all-star lineup of female vocals like Whitney Houston. Um, of course, my girl Mary J. Blige um, sang the famous Not Gonna Cry. Um, Tony Braxton, Faith Evans, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, Shaka Khan, and Brandy. Wow. That was, that was a nice album right there. So uh, check him out on Instagram on, on uh, Sunday for Mother's Day. And he's going to do a tribute um, to his mom also. They showed some clips on TV about it. So, pretty nice. So, that's my Hollywood wrap-up. I told you short and sweet tonight. Okay. And I've got one more, but I, I can't remember what day it is. There's going to be a versus battle between Erica Badu and Jill Scott on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm I'm going to love that. I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it's Saturday. It may be this Saturday. Y'all check it out on Instagram. But, yeah, it's going to be similar to the one that Babyface did with, um, um, oh, Lord, his name just went out of Teddy, my head. Teddy Riley. Teddy, Teddy Riley, Riley, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's done by mm-hmm. the same people versus um, they're doing one with Jill Scott and Erica Badu. So, yeah, okay. yeah that's coming up. So, yeah, check that out. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, a piece of past news on Teddy Riley Teddy Riley was part of that scandal situation with that boy Bernie, Bernie Murdoch. Remember Bernie mm-hmm. Murdoch? Oh, he was. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Teddy really? Riley was one of his victims. He lost millions on that guy. Wow. Interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Um it's uh, you know? the concert is Saturday, May ninth. It's tomorrow, uh Redwine. Okay. I thought it was Saturday, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure. Do you know what time? Mm-hmm. I believe it's in the time. evening, but I'm not sure. Oh, it's uh, Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Um, Central Time. So. Okay. Yep. Seven, wait a minute. Say mm-hmm. that again. 7 p.m.? Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Okay. Gotcha. So oh, y'all go on yeah. Instagram, and if you're not following Erica Badu and or Jill Scott, You'll be able to watch that battle on either one of their mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. Right. Don't don't go on CP time. Don't <laughs> uh, miss it. Don't miss it all. Yep. All, right. all right. That takes us to uh, the, the kiss it list, Papa Didi. Can you tell everybody about uh, what exactly is the world famous kiss it list? Kiss list is. The- the list of people that showed they, they butt hiney over the last week or so. And uh, we put them on blast, and we got a song for them at the end. 
first one I put up, want to put on the list is that father and son duo that shot that brother in Georgia and killed him. He was just jogging, and he grabbed their guns and followed him. A typical, uh, what's his name, George Zimmerman? Uh, yeah, George move. Mm-hmm, a George Zimmerman move. Came in that, well, there were recent robberies in the neighborhood. We thought he was a whatever. What the, who, who's paying you to think? Yeah. It was the afternoon when somebody's jogging. You see a black man run by, and the first thing you do is grab your guns like he's a fucking deer or something. Like you, like you hunting squirrel or like you hunting. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Put their asses on the kisser list first and foremost. Okay, They're and on the that top racist of the list. ass, racist ass NFL. Don't forget them. Yep. And that guy you said that wore the KKK uh, hood in that grocery store. Yeah, we don't know his name, but yeah. Walking around like a man. Yeah, he's walking around with a clan hood on, like he's just so free. Like Trump then gave him rank and privilege to walk around with a a hoodie on, and people just stayed away from his ass, saying the guy got to be packing a gun because if you're going to wear a clan hood in a grocery store in 2020, you've got to have a hood. You got to have a gun. You got to be real crazy or or real strapped. Or real strapped, exactly. That's why nobody Mm -hmm. fucked with him because or both, and that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Also, we got Barry Barry Biffle, the CEO of Frontier Air. Frontier Airlines. Yeah, ripping oh, people yeah, off. Sure. They were they were charging people to have an empty seat beside them when during the COVID disease there was nobody riding the planes anyway. How you gonna charge somebody for a seat that was empty anyway? And they got flagged <laughs> on that because the guy said the plane was fucking empty. So why are you charging me for a seat now? Well, you want an empty seat, but I charge you for that seat. Yeah. You wasn't going to send nobody next to his ass anyway. <laughs> Boy, I say this shit that people do. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, I'm just going to shut up. I'm just trying and to And also, it. I got Speedy Gonzalez, that man that was uh, stealing checks, cashing checks, stealing people's ID and all of that down in Georgia. His name was Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, his legal name is Speedy Gonzalez. Jesus. Put him on a kissing mm-hmm. list because you out there running around stealing people's money. People need their money, man. Come on. There's a pandemic going on. Um, we got Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, right? For, yeah, of course. For promoting, always. That, for promoting uh, that racist ass NFL. Oh, and 45, don't think you got away this week. We tried not to do any stories circling around you, but you are still the king of the kiss it list. You and your crony. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the head of the... Uh, Oh shoot! I can't even what think of the man's name. Hey, what? Uh, th- not FBI. What's his name? Uh, Attorney General. Barr. Barr. Barr's on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. Pence is on the kiss it list for going up in that clinic. The bar is... no clinic, not wearing a mask. Well, Pence don't mm-hmm. wear a mask. He don't want to mess with his hair. He's got He's that. Trying oh. to kiss Trump's butt too. Pence so. got that pretty white hair. You ever see his hair? He think his hair is uh-huh. so goddamn pretty. But when he went to the auto uh, manufacturing joint, he had a mask on. And that was after the Mayo Clinic. So that shows you what kind of punk he is. But anyway. And also all these people out on the beach and people with these MAGA signs and Trump signs demanding that the government reopen uh, your state ahead of time. You can mm-hmm. go chill out, but you're on the kiss it list. Uh, we trying have to kill each yet? other. Yeah, you're trying to kill us all. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Some of us want to live. 
Y'all can go lay out on the beach and worship the sun later. Yeah, well, they hate black folks. They love to go be lay nice out in your backyard if you that pressed. They love to be nice and brown. They hate All black the worshipers of Baal, go out in your they backyard. They love to be nice and brown. Stand in front of your I apartment building. I gotta go building. get brown. I gotta go get brown. Well, you know the sun is out everywhere, so you don't have to go to the beach. Go turn yeah, on the water hose in your own house. You ever be in the office on a Monday morning when two white folks come back after a sunny weekend? Damn, look at you. Where'd you get that tan? Oh, my God. They fucking you know, some years on. ago in an mm-hmm. office I used to work in, mm-hmm. I actually had this white girl stick her arm out next to mine trying to compare her tan to mm. my natural melanin. And I was like, you know, she better be glad that I was recently out of high school because if she had caught me now, Ooh, the red wine of the day. that tan right off of her. I like, if you want your mind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, uh. I'm yeah, brown let's like put her you. on the kiss it list. You want to mm, be right. Negro? <laughs> hey, we got something for everybody on this week's kiss it list in here. Kiss my entire ass. My ass. You can All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Salud. Oh, boy. Ooh. Okay. Bonsoir. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we're yeah. about to wrap it up. Yeah, we got this. Mm-hmm. We're going into... Yep. Okay. Uh, we're going to the last word. If you joined the show late, boy, you miss Ooh. a lot because Kettle was carrying mm-hmm. on earlier. Yeah, they complain. <laughs> Isn't that typical? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had my little See? piece, but I, I think you took the show tonight, Papa. <laughs> no, I didn't. See, that's those people that'll break something, and then when mm-hmm. the parents come in the room, they hand the uh-huh. evidence to the other kid. Oh, boy. Uh-uh, I'm a good uh-uh. Christian. I ain't okay. such a thing. All righty. Well, it's time for the last word. Um, Papa Didi, what's your last word for tonight? Uh, my last word is, uh, you know, be careful out there. You know, just watch the society's a mess anymore with with all the COVID stuff and people that been making money aren't making money, so they're tripping out. You know, they're desperate. And, you know, just, just be cool, you know. And uh, like I said, be careful. Watch yourself out there today. There's some really... A lot of people out there today that don't mean you well, so, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, who's next? Is it me? You got it. Yeah, it's you. Okay. Well, thank you. Merci. 
Um, my last word is I just want to say um, again, if you haven't checked out uh, this new streaming platform, Urban Flicks TV, please go check that out. UrbanFlixTV.com. They've got um, several other scripted programs on there, but definitely check out Pump. It's a new comedy series, uh, and it's really good, very entertaining, uh, seven days free. So you can check out all six episodes that are available for Pump within that seven-day free period. So uh, as your boy would say, what do you have to lose? Go check it out, UrbanFlixTV.com. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, that's all I have. Uh, over to you, okay. Kevin. What's your last? My last word is, uh, like Papa said earlier, just be safe out there. And the commentary that I gave earlier, if you didn't hear it, you guys got to go back on um, com. And uh, next time, get here a little early so you can know what's going on. <laughs> also, um, for the people that are out here jogging and biking and all of that, Wear a mask. Just be safe. Let's be safe and sorry. So that's my last word. Amen. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank our uh, parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. They pay all the bills, so we don't have to, and we appreciate that. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for hanging out with us. Um, again, shout out to the Bombshell Experience Dot Shop, uh, Black Entrepreneur, who's local doing her thing with the cosmetics and body care products so check them out check out uh, pumpseries.com or you can go to urbanflixtv.com and check out the new TV series called Pump it will crack you up I'm trying to tell you it's edgy, it's funny it'll keep you going so check that out and uh, let's see what else do we have Again, our condolences to Papa Didi's family on their loss. Uh, we're standing with you, and um, that's all we have. Anything else, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're going to get on out of here and say goodnight then. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, mm-hmm. Kettle. Good night. And this is Red Wine. Bonsoir. Till next week when we we will be pre-recorded next week, as Papa Didi mentioned, but we'll be live again uh, Friday after next. But sure, still tune in next Friday and uh, tell a friend. And we'll see you next time. Until then, we're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Oh,